If you've ever struggled the daily grind of making and keeping track of work orders, you have to check out EasyBeasy. EasyBeasy is easy to use, easy to learn, affordable work order and time clock app with unlimited users included with every subscription. Make and edit work orders anytime, anywhere you're working, at your desk, in your truck, on the job site, even on your couch. With EasyBeasy, you can easily copy work orders to use over and over, which is great for mowing and plowing. You can also keep track of employee timesheets, contact your customers, add notes, instructions, even pictures of your jobs. EasyBeasy works on Android and Apple devices or any tablet or computer. EasyBeasy also has a wide variety of reports so you can have all the info you need for billing right from your phone. Say goodbye to paying for extra users because everyone gets unlimited users on EasyBeasy. Try EasyBeasy for free for 30 days. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up. EasyBeasy is a simple work order and time clock app for mo crews, hardscape crews, and everything in between. Start saving time and money with EasyBeasy. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up today. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. Before we hop in, I just wanted to give you your weekly reminder to sign up for our latest workshop called How Any Landscaper Can Build a Profitable Business Month After Month. Yeah, we've made some great improvements inside our business and we've got some really cool offers for everybody. So those will be in there. But if you want to get all the hot juicy bits and all the deets on how to build your business and make it profitable every single month, you'll want to hop in on that webinar. The sign up link is it is a millionairelandscaper.com forward slash build B U I L D. Yeah. So hop in there so mm-hmm. you can figure out how to make your business profitable each and every single month. And like I said, I'm just being upfront. We will have some cool offers going on in there for everything that we have revamped inside of Million Dollar Landscaper. We've got our profits up estimating and then we've got our profits up inner circle. Yep. So, so all so those details stuff. will be in there. Great stuff. The one thing I will say, we will be having more webinars coming up in the future. Yes. So if you get in there and it's full or it's not in there, there will be more coming Yeah, in the if you future. can't join on that specific date, yep. we will have some more coming up. Absolutely. Yep. So just be on the lookout for that. We'll obviously let you all know and it'll be on our website. So mm-hmm. just head over to MillionAirLinesKeeper.com. There's always a link to it where you can sign up. Okay? Yep. What are we talking about today? So today we are talking about basically upselling and cross-selling. We've been talking to our members in our program about selling a lot here lately and just We've been doing some role playing and doing some objection busting and stuff like that inside the program. And this is one of the things, you know, we can teach you how to put together that profitable estimate. So, you know, get into that webinar and learn about how you can have a profitable business every month. But the problem is, is if you can't sell it, it doesn't matter. You can have the best offer in the world, but if you can't sell it, then it doesn't matter. So we've been going through and doing a lot of teaching on selling and stuff. 
And one of the things we touched on was this upselling and cross-selling. And basically what these are, are just ways to add on to that estimate or add on to get more work from that client. And this is so important because especially if you have the job already and you're out there working and you can sell them on another add-on, another feature or service, that's easy to do because it's hard to get new clients and it's hard to build that trust. And so if you get in there already and have that trust, it makes it easy to do these. So today we're going to kind of talk to you a little bit about what cross-selling is and upselling if you're not familiar. Well, I think these are important because it's getting to be fall. It is September-ish. And this is the time of year when your business starts breaking even for the year. And if you don't know what your business's break even point is for the year, that is all inside our profits of estimating. So you'll know when your business starts to break even for the year. But it's a lot of times it's around fall yeah, like this. So once your business breaks even for the year, then you are making even more profit than you even originally are. I don't know. How, it's hard to say without getting like too deep into yeah, the numbers yeah. thing. Anyway, trust me, you're making even more money because you've already paid off all of your overhead for the year. So if you haven't been incorporating these upsells and cross-sells, now is the time to do it because it is just like putting gasoline on that profit fire. It will it'll be flashy, hot and flashy. So it's very important to understand all that. Yes. Yeah, so if you were like, I do not know what she is talking about, <laughs> then look into our profits up yeah. estimating. It's all in there. Yeah. <laughs> So just to kind of give you a little definition of what upselling is, upselling is all about offering usually a higher end service than what you're initially selling them, or it could be a higher end product than what you're initially selling. Now, cross-selling is really offering something that's kind of related to what you're doing. It's kind of more of an add-on, an extra feature or something else that they can take advantage of. Yeah, do you have some examples for us just to make this a little clear? You know, say you're just doing a basic yard installation. You can offer them an upsell that would be like a premium package, which could be, you know, doing turf treatments. So you can sell them, hey, next spring we come out here, we can do, you know, we can aerate the yard, we can put the fertilizer down, and after that gets going, then we can start doing weed treatments and stuff, offering a complete package, you know, offering everything around. Now, like a cross-selling could be, if you're on doing the same job, is adding on some little landscape bed, you know, adding a little tree or something like that. That could be kind of cross-selling, I guess. Some other examples of cross-selling could be you're putting in a landscape or giving an offer for a landscape design, and then you cross-sell them on landscape lighting. You know, you're already doing this, so you can easily add in landscape lighting. It's it's considered cross-selling. Didn't you do that a lot with ponds? You mm-hmm. would like just automatically like throw yes. in, like, oh hey, here's what a lighting package would be. You know, mm-hmm. just in case you were interested. You know, it really but, adds to the aesthetic. It's going to light it up at night. It's going to look great. Here's some pictures mm-hmm. of our happy customers that have lights on their ponds uh, at night would you know you, you oh, just yeah. kind of like put it in there be like oh you can always take it out yeah. well and like <laughs> like for water features i mean I just because it came so natural a lot of that stuff was so simple when you started looking at it like water features is you know you're installing a pond well there's things you can put on that pond that will automatically add the treatments in so they don't have to remember to do it monthly so that's just another add-on there's mm-hmm. all kinds of services and we can also offer a full maintenance package service on this pond you know we come shut it down for you in the wintertime. In ours, we had to shut it down and remove the pumps. And we could store those pumps for you and service for the pumps for you. And then next spring, we could put the pumps back in and pressure wash it all. So there's a lot of different selling types of things that you can go into. And there's a lot that we can do in our business that we just have to really be conscious of these things when you're out there. I went to visit one of our members here this last summer. I went out there. They went out there just to do a basic, just clean up job for this customer. 
And I kind of just hopped in. And I've talked to the owner about this a little bit before. I just literally hopped in. Oh, this, this was one of our coaching clients. This yes. is one of the people that we were that we have worked with. Yeah. yeah. So I'm out there and we're walking around talking to the customer. I was just kind of more so there just to kind of see how he's talking to the customer and see how we can help out. And I threw out there, I'm like, hey, you know, I see you have downspouts here, you know, do you have a basement here? Yeah, you know, well, these downspouts really pour right on this foundation, you know, a really nice thing would be adding these, you know, the uh, pop-up emitters. We can run a 10 foot pipe from there, hide it in the ground. You can mow right over, you know, get off your mower, you know, just, I upsold it. And I sold it right then and there just because it's, something I saw and it just like naturally comes out like, but you have to be aware of these types of things and, and look at these types of things. Well, that it helps there. you pointed out the problem. Oh, this yes. dumps right on your basement. Yes. You're going to get water in your basement. Nobody yeah. wants water in their basement though. So it gives them a little bit of that. Oh, ew, gosh. Oh man. Yeah. If, yeah, if I can get this and it'll help me not have water in my basement. So yeah. And I've been out there to install like a paper patio and near this patio. I remember there was a, like a concrete wall that's been there for a while, just a retaining wall. And you know, you can tell the concrete wall's been there. It's got the algae and stuff growing on it. I was like, you know, we can build this patio for you, but how about we pressure wash this wall so it makes everything look brand new. I'm like, you're gonna have this beautiful patio, then you have this really kind of dated looking thing. Let's let's deck, you know, let's make this look really nice. That was an easy upsell right there because we're already doing this job. It doesn't take much more to, to mm -hmm. do this. I'm always upselling. Yeah. Well, and to play to their ego a little bit, it's like, oh, you're gonna have this beautiful, mm -hmm. you know new patio that's going to look amazing yeah. yeah and so of course nobody wants yeah the dank and dingy wall next to the amazing exactly. it's like oh it'll look like how you said it'll look brand new be mindful of your wording <laughs> to, yeah. you know because when you make it sound awesome if you play to their mm -hmm. ego and you point out because most people are like risk adverse and so like with the previous example when you pointed out oh this can help you not have water in your basement it's like oh they'll be like excited that they're mm -hmm. avoiding that so yeah just a few other examples I have like of upselling. So if you're out there and you're doing turf treatments, you're doing a fertilization, you know, could you add in, hey, would you like to upgrade to get organic fertilizers? Mm -hmm. You know, people love that type of stuff. But well, it's important to a lot of people. Yeah, so and they, playing to their values. Yeah, yeah, and they may not even realize that you do that or offer that. They, that so, it's even an option. Yeah. yeah. I've heard people doing like extended warranties. You know, warranties are like a big thing in car and automotive. And you, I'm now seeing like commercials all the time for like, household warranties and stuff like that. Well, is that something that you could do for your patios? You know, your patios, you're building it the proper way. You know it's gonna last. Could you add another couple more years to that? Could you add another couple more years to your irrigation system? Just those little things that just an upgrade. And just full maintenance packages for your properties, you know, instead of just going out there and doing the mow and blow type of stuff, could you offer seasonal color? Could you offer the turf treatments? You know, all that irrigation maintenance, is that is an option for you? I think it's something that you really need to look at. And just realize there is a difference between upselling and cross-selling. You know, upselling is really about maximizing that single purchase. You know, when you're out there, you're selling them on something. It's just really just adding more value, adding more money into that that bid. And it's something that we all should be kind of doing. Going back to what Katie said, when we're out there doing design for somebody, I would have the designer put in at least a bubbling rock, if not a pondless waterfall, just something to kind of get them thinking about. They may not even thought about having a water feature. I'm always right when I'm out there talking to them, throwing it out there. They're like, ah, I don't know. But when they start seeing the design and seeing like the walkthrough, like, holy cow, that looks amazing. So you just have to be aware of these types of things out there. Well, it's easy for them to say no one time. Mm -hmm. 
you might have to have multiple touch points on a topic, especially if it's not something they'd ever considered before. Mm-hmm. Maybe they never thought about a bubbling rock. So they you know, so it was easy the first time for them to be like, eh, nah, forget it. Yeah. But then if you throw it in a design, have some pictures of other yeah, happy customers, they'll be like, oh, oh, wow, that's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really important just to kind of really look at it. And, and one thing I will add to it, and I do have this down here is, is as far as like the do's and don'ts, but if you don't offer this type of service, you don't do pressure washing, you don't do tree trimming or something like that, don't offer just to offer. You know, you have to have this in your realm of, of services you provide. Don't just oh, go out and buy new equipment. Yeah, too, so. we're not saying be that person that's like, oh, when they show up, they're like, oh, by the way, can you fix my wiggly door and hmm. feed my cat for me yes, while I'm on the, vacation? If these are things that you don't do, then yeah. don't do them. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I've posted this type of question before in yeah. our landscape business owner, and there, there's some crazy things the customers ask them to do, and it, there has to be a line somewhere, so. Yes, that's a good point to bring up, that yes, don't go outside of the realm of things that you already offer. Yeah, only offer. Unless you're things. exploring and doing something different. That's yeah. a, like I said, that's a whole different story than yeah, can you come on in and, you know, exactly. fit my, my gate latch doesn't work yeah. and all this random yeah. crap that people bring up. <laughs> so just a couple of like do's and don'ts to do just to kind of consider before you go out there and do this. Make sure you understand the client's need, you know, before upselling anything, you know, make sure it's going to kind of fit into their budget and fit into the whole project. You're not just throwing in, you know, you're out there doing tree trim and you're going to throw in a water feature, you know, it, it just make sure it, it kind of sure fits it goes there. together. Yeah. Well, and if you're in like a nice middle class neighborhood, like you said, throw in a bubbling rock or something like yeah. that. Don't put in a $300,000 waterfall. <laughs> yeah. Like, know your, know your customer. Yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah, and just make sure you're always paying attention and listening to what the client needs and is actually asking for. And, you know, you can add on stuff to that, but don't go crazy with some of this stuff. Always be upfront with the cost that there is. It's going to be additional cost. It's not just in there, you know, mm-hmm. you know just make sure you're but always... But make it li- easy to take yeah. it out because yes. you don't want to stress your customers out and you don't want them to feel like you're bamboozling or mm-hmm. anything like that. Have it listed out separately. Oh, the package for this is X amount. So it's just one strike to take it off. They can just yeah. be like, nope, take that off. Okay, it was one bulk number, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, and I, I know there's softwares like Jabber out there that you can add these on all the time and the customer can check it on, you know, yes mm-hmm. or no if they want it. So right. that, it's a really good thing to use. Mm-hmm. This one is, to me, is pretty important. It's timing and learning when to read the customer and when to say it. There's times that like I've been to customers that I did not throw any upsells on there just because the how they are, their mannerisms, and the way they talk. There is a timing to it because if you go out there and you start throwing out, well, we could do this, this, and this right away, the customer, especially at the beginning of the conversation, is going to back off and they're not going to be like, well, you, oh, you, you don't want them up a little bit before you start just throwing things at yeah, them. Yeah, you don't want to be the pushy car salesman. You do not want that at all. No. Everybody hates going to car salesmen usually, and you don't want to come across that. So timing is very important. Like I said, there's been times I don't offer any upsells just yeah, because it didn't it, fit. Yeah. Go ahead and let it go. Yeah. So the other thing is reading the tone and your tone as well of how you're coming across on this. Like when I'm out there talking about water features, you have to be excited about this. I'm literally like making waterfall ripples with my hands and getting excited when I'm talking about that. And that's when it's like, oh, you know what? We can do this. You know, if we we have this amazing little thing that we can add here. This light would look great here. You know, highlight this, highlight that, whatever it is. That tone is very important. When you're doing that, though, you're listening to the client and seeing how their reaction is and how they're taking it. If they're like, eh, yeah, then, okay, they're not interested. I'm going to back off that. So the tone is very important. So then after all this, it's, it's kind of important to kind of do some follow-ups. 
So towards the end of the conversation, you know, after you're about ready to leave the property, just kind of follow up with them. Make sure they're interested in those types of things before you even waste your time creating a bid and adding on these other things. So just kind of keep that in mind. And then, you know, just again, kind of don't offer any items that aren't relevant to what you're doing. So just kind of keep that in mind. Again, just don't be pushy and don't force it onto people because you don't want to be that car salesman. But it is very important, and like Katie said right now, at this time of year specifically, is to really push these upsells. And the whole thing is because you've started building trust, especially if it's an upsell or a cross-sell while you've already had the job, it's very easy to do because you built that trust. Like I've been out there putting a paver patio in and they have a deck there. I already have a pressure washer. We pressure wash stuff all the time. Hey, let's, let's pressure wash this deck, you know? And I didn't seal it, but I would pressure wash it for you. Because sealing was outside of the realm correct. of what we did. We didn't correct. seal decks, but we pressure washed. Yeah, them. and again, yeah. it's just, we got this beautiful patio. You got this dated deck here. Let's, let's get this all cleaned up for you. I've upsolded plastic rocks, fake rocks to put over well covers that are mm -hmm. in the yard just because it looks kind of, we have all this beautiful rock and then you got this white pole sticking out of the ground. So let's, let's cover this up. So there's a, just a lot of opportunities that I think many landscapers leave out. They're just focused on listening to the customer. Now I've heard people say, well, you, ah, they don't want to pay with, for what they have. Well, look at it this way. When people go buy cars, they are looking for all these little features that they have on the cars, you know, the navigation system, you know, the awesome stereo and all these fancy doodads they have on there now like, it's the same thing people want all the stuff mm -hmm. and it's up to you to offer it to them and see if they're interested in it and given the price you know be fair about it but if they're not even aware that this is an option they're not going to do it so you yeah, have they to, might not even know to ask for it yeah you are the salesperson you are the one kind of throwing out there you are the professional Again, don't come across as a salesy car salesperson, but you want to be the professional and educate the I person. I just like to think of it as these are just opportunities that they don't know exist. Mm -hmm. These people probably want their yard to look nice. Mm -hmm. Well, this is just another opportunity for you to help them reach their goal of their yard looking nice. Yeah. It just might be something that they didn't think yeah. of. And like you said, you're the professional. It's your job to provide the options. And, and this is part of that, too, that will help set you apart from other landscapers because a lot of landscapers that are out there will just come off of the basic thing. They'll listen to what the customer has. They want a 10 by 10 patios, a few plants around, and that's what they'll sell them. Well, what if you're out there and like, yeah, we can put this patio in here, but you know, let's choose a really nice soldier course, you know, that Unilock has this amazing color, this copthorn, or, you know, whatever it is, a certain type of edging that you can put on there just that matches the house. That's what's going to help set you apart. Because again, people want those other features that are unique. Most so. people don't know what a patio soldier course is. Yeah. So they won't know to ask for it. Yeah. And so just throw it in there. And like you said, if it matches the house yeah. and then maybe give some pictures of jobs where you've done this. Like if you put a picture of a patio of one with it and one without it mm -hmm. next to each other, then you can see the difference. You can see, oh, well, yeah, that does. That just looks you know, mm -hmm. that little bit nicer. Yeah, and like patios just for itself. When I'm going out there talking to the customer, I always educate them and let them know that patios, yes, they're very low maintenance, but there is still maintenance. There is still some type of work. No such thing as no maintenance. Yeah, you know, so it does, <laughs> and it just depends on the area and, and all that. But, you know, there might be some pressure washing needs to be done. You know, every couple of years, we throw some sealer on there just to protect it, make it last longer, you know, and protect your investment. Those are the little things that you can go in and add on because if that just little thing you mentioned there is different than what that other competitor says, they're like, oh, I'm going to go with them. They told me I have to do maintenance on it. I didn't, you know, the competition didn't tell me that. So again, it's your job to be the salesperson. Again, we're not being salesy, but you have to sell. You have to be one bringing, you know, making more money. 
And these are easy things to do, these upsells and cross sells. So make sure you start offering it, start checking and learning about these types of things. And if you're confident in your work and you're Mm -hmm. confident in your skills and you know that you are approaching this just from the attitude of this is another way that I can help you make your yard look how you want it, Mm -hmm. then there's no reason to feel slimy or skeezy about it. This Mm -hmm. is just, this is what you do. You help people make their yards look amazing. So this is just one more way that you are filling on your job. Yeah. Going back to that example where I said I went out to visit one of our clients and, you know, I upsold them the pop-up emitters that go on the ground. They had a brick paver sidewalk in the back that was like very bad shape. I told them, wait a couple weeks after you finish this job, because I think they're doing it like the next week or something. It's like, wait a few weeks, take a picture of that right now, that patio that looks like crap. There's like weeds coming out through them and go offer just at first, you can offer either redo it or you can offer to just pressure wash it and seal it just to clean that up and you know, mm-hmm. just offer those types of things to this person. I didn't follow up to see if he did that, but that's another thing, again, just think about those types of things you're out there, take a picture of it and then just send it to them because if you did a great job on that first project, you have a customer, you need to keep that customer and just keep offering these types of things to them. And again, we're not coming across salesy, but just they didn't ever thought about it, they never realized it could be done. So just, just give them the opportunity, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And again, so like Katie said earlier on, we have our webinar coming up on September 21st. So head over to millionairlandscaper.com forward slash build and get signed up for that today. And it's going to be an amazing webinar. We're very excited for this this webinar to come out. So yeah, it'll be great. And if you were completely lost and didn't know what I was talking about, about your break even <laughs> date and all that, just go to milliondollarlandscaper.com and check out our profits up estimating. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today and have a great day. Yep. That's a wrap on another exciting episode here of the Million Dollar Landscape Podcast. Now, thank you for joining us on this journey, and thank you for being a member of our community. Remember our motto, do it dirty means just get started and not be afraid of making mistakes. We honestly believe this is one of the keys to the success in this industry and in life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, head over to Apple, and leave us a review. Your support helps us reach more listeners and bring even more value to the show. Until next time, keep doing it dirty and grow your business to new heights.